Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome back to When in Romance, where we get to talk about all things romance, novels, people who read them, write them, love them, <laughs> not particularly hate them. I don't I don't want to say no, we don't want to talk about those people. Um, I am Jess and we are recording on Tuesday, October 25th, 2022. And I have a special familiar friend guest person. Jen Northington is with us today. Say Yay. hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> I haven't been on Wedding Romance in a hot minute. It's been, oh, I think I maybe did one with Trisha while you were away, possibly. Hmm, maybe not. I don't remember. Anyway, the point is, I always love coming on this show. So thank you for having me. And I am very grateful, and I love having you on this show, because that means we get to talk twice in a week. That's right. <laughs> That's right, because we do Read Harder together now, so I get to talk to Jess all the time. Be Always. jealous of me. <laughs> <laughs> a quick reminder about our awesome new book, Reading the Stars. This is book recommendations based on your astrology sign and whether you know your birth chart by heart or just getting curious, it's totally accessible. It's also really beautiful. It would make a great gift, I am just saying. And through today, when you were listening to this, there is still a giveaway running. Uh, you can get Reading the Stars and some really cool swag from our partner, Obvious State. And there will be a link to the giveaway in the show notes. So check it out. So we don't have any particular follow-ups or anything. So we're going to start with our new opener. Um, we have come to realize, Trisha and I, that um, sometimes we don't talk about everything that we're reading, but we do want to talk about what we're reading. Mm. Um, so, Jen, what are you reading? So in terms of romance, I, because this is a romance show, I figured I should talk about a romance. I'm always reading like <laughs> 16 books at a time for the record. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but romance wise, I just got, and this is all your fault, actually. I just <laughs> bought What the Hex by Alexis Daria, which recently was really, it started off as like an Audible original that was only an audio, but now you can get the ebook. And I don't audiobook. I don't absorb information that is only available through my ears very well. Mm -hmm. Like my brain just can't hold on to it. So I bought the ebook. I'm so excited. I'm saving it for Halloween weekend because like obviously it's about <laughs> witches and romance. Like obviously I'm saving it for Halloween. <laughs> Which is going to be the day that y'all hear this. So perfect timing. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Yeah. Well, I am technically not yet reading 
this book, but I just got Hiding in the Smoke by Ophelia Martinez um, on Libby. Like, it just came in a couple hours ago, so mm. I'm looking forward to sitting down with it. It is a rock star romance. And, oh. You know, you've got, like, the commitment-phobic bartender and the super popular international rock star, and they meet and they clash and all of that. And I'm very much looking forward to reading it. I found out about it from Book Talk, so I'm hoping that... <laughs> They don't let me down, but it sounds amazing. So I'm sure it'll be great. It's a great title. Yeah. I find a lot of good titles that I just, they stay titles because yes. I don't get to them. <laughs> um, <laughs> Truest story. <laughs> it's like, I don't know what this book is going to be about, but it's a great title. <laughs> but this one I'm hoping to actually like, sit down and read probably on the plane tomorrow there you go if you're listening to this on monday i will be yet again on a plane so either <laughs> either end um i'll i will be reading it we'll see so that's what we're reading right now and before we talk about some fun and interesting stuff about romance and all of that let's pause for an ad spot Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so we have we hadn't been doing many news and notables recently, in part because all of the new stuff that was happening wasn't fun to talk about. Mm. <laughs> and sometimes it was the same conversation that we had been having yeah. over and over. And, you know, after a few years, you don't want to tell people about Nazis. Right. <laughs> but... Today, we get to talk about something that is kind of ridiculous, considering the fact that it's the end of October. Oh my god, And there's stu still two months left in the year. But the best sub lists are starting up, and there are actually romance books appearing on those best of lists. Yeah, And we're not even talking about Colleen Hoover. I mean, she's appearing on those <laughs> lists. But like, Romance novels, real romance novels with HEAs and everything are showing up on these lists. And it's very, very exciting. Yeah, I love, 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 love how we are seeing them across outlets. Like we've got bookmarks here for Publishers Weekly, NPR, and Barnes and Noble, all of whom like for the record, have really jumped the gun by releasing their best of 2022 in October. As far as I'm concerned, that's way too early. But 
I've only read, I think, one of the books that are on here. I'm the worst this year. I am so, so, so far behind on my reading of books that have come out in like in 2022. I don't know what happened to me, but it's a... Uh, yeah, romance, I, I mean, any genre, I'm just like a thousand feet behind. So that's fine. So I haven't read, I've read one of the books that are on these lists for in the romance category. But I am pretty excited to have some of these titles uh, bounced up in my on my lists that I will someday get to. So there's that. <laughs> yes, and I, I too have read it a very limited number of books that are appearing on these lists. Sometimes I might have started them and mm. then gotten distracted by other things, <laughs> even if I wasn't not enjoying the books. Like, I will tell you now, listeners, I told you about that time in What Are You Reading? When I was reading The Dead Romantics. I still have not finished that book. <laughs> Do you know how long ago that was? <laughs> And do you know how excited I was about a ghost romance? And do yeah. you know how much I love Ashley Poston as a writer? Mm. And yet, I still not finished that book. But I'm going to. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you. <laughs> I appreciate it. So anyway, we are very excited that the people who are putting together best of lists are remembering that romance exists, especially because romance has exploded in the past few years. And to leave them out of these lists would yeah. just be detrimental to any list that you were creating. 100%. 100%. The one book that I have read that I was really glad to see on PW's best books list is Partners in Crime by Alicia Rye, which I loved. I devoured that book, y'all. Like, it is a really fantastic mashup of genres. Like, it's it's bills itself as a rom-com, but it actually has some, like, pretty intense peril. Like, it's a mm -hmm. kidnapping and, like, heist caper, you know, on the run from mobsters situation. And uh -huh. it is so good. It's so good. I loved it. Uh, and it's not at all my usual romance fair. So it's, you know, just speaks to the genius of, of Rye and her ability to pull these things off. That's good to know, because I actually started listening to that, too, um, <laughs> while I was doing laundry yesterday. So I've only I'm only like half an hour into it. Um, but the audiobook yeah. is very good if audiobooks are a thing you do. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I I totally agree. It's it's delightful so far and I'm very much looking forward to hearing more. <laughs> nice. Nice. Let's see. I do feel like the dead oh, Jasmine Guillory's Drunken Love is definitely on my top of my list of books I do want to I'm actually gonna talk about Jasmine Guillory later anyway. So that that works out well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there is probably not a list around that doesn't have book lovers on it because, yeah. as Annika Baranti Klein will say, it is the best book ever, <laughs> and I am bound to agree. Mm. It's on my list. It got so much hype though. I was like, I have to wait on this one because what if I don't like it? <laughs> I'm gonna feel horrible. Well, that's another one of those. That was legitimately like, I need an audiobook to listen to, and I happen to have the audiobook. And Julia Whalen, who is a fantastic narrator, 
uh, narrates, I think, all of Emily Henry's stuff. And it was the first Emily Henry book that I have actually, like, picked up to read. Mm. And it was, like, you know, there, there are things that people have issues with, but it was amazing. Like, I totally get the Emily Henry hype now. Mm, nice. Well, that's good to know. Well, we could probably talk about best of lists for an entire episode. Right, I, really <laughs> I'm going to tell you, Trisha and I will probably do that at yes. the end of the year. <laughs> do that. Do that thing. <laughs> or, the, or the beginning of next year. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, Jen, you and I decided to talk about something that gets gets a lot of attention towards this time of year, and that is holiday romance. Yeah. So can we talk for a second about like, okay, so I'm we've we're on record as saying that October is too soon for, you know, best of lists. Christmas romances come out in like August or September. <laughs> like I started getting promotional emails for those in like June, mm-hmm. you know, pre I was like, what is happening to me right now? <laughs> Why is this happening? Why? Like, I get that you want to have them out in time for the holidays, but like, I it just seems really early to me. It is. And like, I feel like part of it must be a marketing thing. Yeah. Like, let's get them out so people buy them and they're ready to sit down and read them after Thanksgiving. And then, of course, now, like, Christmas stuff is out at Costco. Yeah. Like, yeah. I was at Costco three weeks ago. And Christmas stuff was out. So Christmas is just starting earlier and earlier. So these books are going to start releasing earlier and earlier. I object. And I, know, <laughs> <laughs> and I know when we say holiday romance, there there are other holidays, yes. but it seems like Christmas is the thing. This was my question for you. It's like, what do you think it is specifically about? Because, you know, we both did some research for this, quote unquote research. Uh, yeah. I'm like trying to find like, OK, I can I can hit, you know, 50 Christmas romances with a rock from my chair and at my desk. But like there are other holidays in the world. Why do you think it is that Christmas is like the everybody writes like a Christmas holiday romance? Well, like, there's something about, like, even if you're not, like, religious, there's something about the season of giving and mm. brotherhood and all of that that, like, makes people want to be warm and cozy mm-hmm. and read about people celebrating Christmas with each other or getting their one Christmas wish. It's why, like, Netflix posted that thing however many years ago it's like whoever watched the christmas prince 67 times are you right. okay i'm right, right. Like, <laughs> classic these christmas romances are our christmas prince and we don't yes. have to watch that one story 57 times because we have 57 of them to read this year that are just released this year you make a compelling argument <laughs> Because, you know, like, I, they're just like Hallmark ha- and Lifetime, I think both have like the holiday pass. Like, yeah. you can get like a three month subscription to Hallmark to just watch the Christmas movies. Oh my gosh. And because there's something about them, and, you know, they are, and inc- they're even more formulaic than romance in general. Right, which is saying something. <laughs> but, you know, 
everyone is different except yeah. maybe like the ones like there are like five authors and they're all older white ladies which i have nothing against but like they write at least one christmas novel every year yeah and it's on top of you know the other three novels that they write a year and it's just like i i get if you follow one of those authors Mm-hmm. And you're like, it's time for the the Lori Wilde Christmas novel right. this year. But then it's like, do you read all all of them? Like, right. <laughs> I I did not sit down and count how many novels just Christmas that are coming out this year. But I'll bet it's at least fifty. It's a lot. It's a, it's a lot. I have a special filter set up on Edelweiss. I discovered you could filter by holiday romance in there, which was like, <laughs> so Edelweiss, for those who don't know, is like a, you know, reviewers and industry people place to check on publisher catalogs. And you can filter across publishers, which is very useful, especially when you're doing research for shows like this. So I was like, mm-hmm. let me filter for like this year. And there's like a drop down under romance. You can sort by subgenre. And I clicked on holiday and it was more than 50. Like it was Mm. more than 50 for the record. So I think there's just 50 from Harlequin. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, they must people must buy them because they wouldn't publish so many if they weren't going to sell. So clearly y'all are out there purchasing these. I would love, Jess, if people like write in, I would love to hear what people have to say about specifically Christmas romances. Yes. So if you have thoughts about Christmas romances, we want to hear because like, I like a good Christmas romance. I, I, well, I read a lot last year cause I did a panel with four Christmas romance authors. Well, fine. So, so I read at least four right. and you know, <laughs> like I like looking through the Harlequin um, page because I like supporting certain authors and you know, it's just like his Christmas surprise, her Christmas baby. Like I like, <laughs> I love, I love Harlequins. Like I don't read them as much as I buy them, mm. but I buy them with the intent of actually someday reading them. Oh, because. Of they very often tell you exactly what they're about. So it's like, that's exactly what I need right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the Christmas ones across all of the categories, his Amish Christmas surprise, her Amish suspense baby. Like it's right. Right. You can get anything you want except for something not Christmas. <laughs> right. That's right. That's, so, okay, so let's talk about, we did find other holidays. There are other holiday romances that exist in the world. So, like, Sarah Kuhn's Heroin Complex series, which I am, like, a diehard fan of, for the record, mm-hmm. has both Halloween and Christmas books in it. So, like, you know, she's out here like doing the thing, which I super appreciate. Because how many paranormal holiday romances do you see? Not that many, for the record. That's, that's not true. that many. That's legit. Yeah. Oh, and also though, speaking of paranormal Halloween, Mating the Huntress by Talia Hibbert, I think was the first Halloween romance I ever read. Yes, uh, I, I love correct. that book. I love yeah, that book so, so good, so good. So good. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've, I went in search of Halloween romances one year. And, you know, sometimes you find things like Halloween boo or something like that. <laughs> Last year, I read Trick and Treat, which are two, like, novelettes. I don't think Ooh. either of them is more than, like, 30 
pages or something like that by Shay Sanders. And um, I got to tell you, the indie authors are out there supporting us yes. on our, our in our need during the other holidays. Because Halloween, like everybody that I love in indie author land had just a really short little thing that I could I could snack on. Like, I think Nicole Falls wrote one. And I mean, if you listen to me, you know, you know who I talk about in Indie Land. Yeah. But it, they, yeah. And there was also Pumpkin Pounder, which was <laughs> hilarious. What a name. <laughs> and it was also very short. <laughs> but yes, what a name indeed. Oh, gosh. Yeah. If you're looking for a little, little, little chunky things then then you can get a holiday and i feel like i have to take back my harlequin doesn't do anything besides christmas mm. because roan parish's second gay romance published by harlequin the first was a christmas the second one is a fall one and i feel like it's halloween mm. the rivals of casper lane i feel like the whole thing is that they're they're battling over Halloween decorations. Nice. But um, I haven't read that one yet because we've been talking about that. Right. <laughs> yes. I love Rome Parish. I definitely will put this on my list. So I think that's all the Halloween I have. I tried to find other things. And apparently there are some Fourth of July <laughs> romances, sort of. There are romances that have 4th of July in them. I don't know that that's actually the same thing as being a 4th of July romance, but Scatter of Light by Melinda Lowe, who we love, right? We love some Melinda Lowe. And apparently also Beach Read by Emily Henry. This is another Emily Henry that everybody's obsessed with. Apparently 4th of July is in there too. So there you go. 4th of July representation. I couldn't tell you because I haven't read that one. But, oh, you reminded me. Erin McClellan, who... Is also the queen of novellas. Hers are a little longer than Trick and Treat, but Holiday Novellas has a 4th of July one. It's called Bottle Rocket. Wow! <laughs> Cute. Um, and, like, yeah, she has a Valentine's Day one. I think her first one is New Year's Eve. So it's like New Year's Eve, Valentine's Day, 4th of July. I don't think there's a Labor Day one, but mm. there might be there might be a, a fall holiday one. I can't nice. remember. But yeah, she she writes fun stuff. Her Valentine's Day one, Candy Hearts, is adorable mm. and also very very sexy. Like go go in for the adorbs, stay for the very sexy bits. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> yeah, you found. I, are there a lot of? You would think there would be a lot of Valentine's Day romances because obviously, but I I don't think I've ever read one. I've read like three. Okay. And you would think that there would be so many more. Yeah. And all of the ones that I've read are indie published. Huh. So um, my favorite is Just One More by Jodie Slaughter. And it's my favorite Jodie Slaughter book. I've read a few of hers. And it's Valentine's Day. These two people uh, end up getting in the same Uber. And then they decide to like spend the day together. And it's just, it's so quiet and sweet. And they're just chill. And it's delightful. I really enjoyed that one. And I mentioned Candy Hearts. Yeah, sounds great. 
And then um, Jackie Lau has another is another one of those who wrote a whole holiday series. She's Canadian, so her mm. Thanksgiving one is set in October, but her series ends with Valentine's Day. So she's got Canadian Thanksgiving, Christmas, Lunar New Year, and Valentine's Day. And I don't think I missed one in the middle there. I think there's only four. I love that though. That's what a great concept, right? It's just like one family. All of, like, this brief amount of time, a very matchmaking grandma who wants oh. to make sure all of the kids are are set up. And, yeah, it's it's adorable. It's a great little series. I love a meddling grandma. That's <laughs> Jess, you're just, like, blowing up my already blown up list. I mean, what else do I expect at this point from you? Nothing. <laughs> nothing else. This is what I expect. Uh, let's see. Oh, Hanukkah. There are, I know of at least two if not more. There are more. There are starting to be more. But Mm -hmm. I wanted to shout out Lighting the Flames by Sarah Wendell, which is an indie one, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so sweet. It also involves like summer camp, well, winter camp in this case, but (laughs) summer slash winter camp. It's camp counselors. And I was just like, oh, I was a camp counselor, so I have a special place in my heart for those stories. So, and and of course, I have a special place in my heart for Sarah, you know, because Smart Bitches and Trashy Books was formative in my journey in coming to be a romance reader. So obviously we love Sarah Wendell. And then I everybody was like in their feels about the matzo ball by Jean Meltzer last year. It's on my list. I didn't read it yet, but like I heard Me about either. it. I heard, I heard about a lot it. about it too. <laughs> yeah. And it's interesting because like there there are Hanukkah books and then there are Jewish people during Christmas books. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well and so you know it's- which I have been educated by several of the folks in our contributor core who are Jewish, who are like, you know, like, it's not the same as Christmas. Like, I know that, like, you know, Christians want to think it's just like, well, it's just Jewish Christmas. It's not like that's not what Hanukkah is. So, like, yeah, y'all need to calm down. It's like, OK, I'm taking that note. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> Yeah, and, oh, you just reminded me, because, like, Hanukkah, like, depending on how secular of a Jew you are, you know, Hanukkah isn't particularly the big holiday of the year. Right. So, I actually, I was I was trying to think of the name of a book that I thought was a Hanukkah romance, but it's actually a Passover romance, Ooh. and it's called Matzo Ball Surprise. What? <laughs> That's amazing. And it's, it's so great. But, you know, like, how many people are are going to write a book set around Passover, right? Right. So, and then that's not even the big, like, how many are going to write a romance set around, like, Yom Kippur, right? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. (laughs) So just, like, branching out. And, like, because there's Love All Year, which has been doing a lot to try to make sure that more holidays are covered. Mm. And I I will admit, I have not read either Love All Year collection, even though I own them both. Right. So there's probably some really great stuff in those set during not frequently seen holidays. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to sort of push against the Christmas thing. Yeah. And... Somebody was talking about how there aren't a lot of Thanksgiving romances, even though you would think yes. that that's, that that would be a common thing. Yeah. During Readathon last year, I read a triplet of novelettes about uh, family members going to the same Thanksgiving 
And I don't remember the names of them all. They were all like, thank you next and thanks again and that kind of thing. <laughs> but they were all about the Fines family. And it was Christina C. Jones, Alexandra Warren, and Nicole Falls. And y'all know how I feel about all three of those writers. So I was so excited to see them drop just like a trio of books that I could sit down and read immediately. <laughs> nice. I was just remembering that there is a Kwanzaa romance series. Who wrote it? I want to say it's the title is like Bring on the Blessings, maybe. Or no, is that a Beverly Jenkins that I'm confusing myself? Yep, I'm confusing myself. I will find it and I will drop <laughs> it in here because it was lovely and I completely forgot it until about right now. But I will find it and it'll be in the show notes. Great, because I don't know what that is because I have spent so much of my time looking for something that is actually about Kwanzaa. Yeah. Because there's, there's one book that has Kwanzaa in the title that is it's called like the Kwanzaa brunch or something but it mm. turns out that it's called that because um somebody's white boss decides that they're going to have Kwanzaa brunch at oh my gosh so it's just <laughs> like oh my gosh <laughs> but i know Ugh. i know that i saw a description recently of a harlequin that was set around Kwanzaa but yeah. then i went to find it and i could never find it again well, I've read this, so it's in my giant reading spreadsheet. So all I have to do is go back to my reading spreadsheet and find what year it was that I read it. Yes. It's going to happen. I'm going to put it in there. You're going to, and then you'll actually get to read it. And it was very good. I enjoyed it. Yes, because, like, there are also, like, so many elements of that that could make, like, really great yeah. stories. I feel like... There was like maybe it was like a triplet sort of situation, like three different people and who are all interrelated, obviously. Um, and each story was like organized around a different, you know, value from mm. Kwanzaa. So that was nice. That's awesome. I feel like there was one Kwanzaa based novella in the green book. <laughs> <laughs> Not actually titled The Green Book. I just remember that the cover was green. Right, it was green. <laughs> Y'all love us, don't you? Yeah, you we're do. good at this. We're good at our jobs. <laughs> so good at our jobs. <laughs> do you want to tell the people about your solstice romance? Because now I need to read that one, too. Oh, right. Solstice, Wanting a Witch by Lauren Connolly involves a witch and a vampire. <gasps> and, you know, which in this particular universe, witches and vampires should not be together um but there are a lot of secrets in the family and the witch has come to apologize to the vampire and ends up staying with her for a while and you know everything everything happens culminates on solstice and it's just it's an it was nice to have a book set around solstice yes i love that love it I haven't read any, like, non-paranormal Solstice books, though. No. So. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was like, oh, it, it scans that it's also paranormal. <laughs> like, the witches have Solstice sort of on lock, I guess, which is fine by me. Totally fine. Yeah, but if you know of Solstice romances, Kwanzaa romances, any other winter holidays that aren't Christmas, mm-hmm. Twelve Night romances... Oh. We've got one Lunar New Year romance. Right. Right. 
We're trying. We're trying. I've got a Diwali. I've got one, a Diwali one for, uh, that we're going to talk about shortly. So there's that. So, but yeah, it's, it's, it's sparse pickings. Yeah. Well, with that in mind, are there any final thoughts you want to share about the enormity of Christmas romances? <laughs> 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 or any other holiday, <laughs> holiday concepts? Did we miss any holidays that you wanted to talk about? I mean, we missed like a thousand holidays. What? It's a good question, though. I Now, you know what I want to do is like make myself a reading challenge next year to like find a romance for as many holidays throughout the year as I can. Like, <gasps> surely, like, surely, like. For example, Dr. Martin Luther King Day, I would bet, shows up in one of, like, Alyssa Cole's romances, right? Like, it's like she's got Mm -hmm. those historicals. Like, maybe there's something in there. And, like, like, it wouldn't necessarily have to be, you know, in the same way that I was saying, like, well, if 4th of July shows up in it, is it a 4th of July romance? Like, not necessarily. But, like, if Mm -hmm. I could find a romance that at least references it, if not is organized around it, for, like, as many romances, like, how many would I get how many would i find this is i'm seriously tempted y'all not that i have like time for this but i want to do it now i want it's like an advent calendar sort of but not for advent like for the whole year with romance that's what i, I want to do this now right like, you, we should do you it you've pulled me in let's <laughs> yes, we've let's got do it le- we've got to at least get a spreadsheet going yeah like- oh yeah i've already like <laughs> made the spreadsheet in my head like it already exists basically <laughs> we're gonna do it perfect yes yes Oh, well, we've talked a lot. So we're going to take <laughs> another break and then we're, we'll get on to talking again. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Jen, we've talked a lot about (laughs) holiday books, (laughs) and we're going to talk about some more holiday books, but I got to tell you, as we've talked about, we haven't been reading a lot, and you know what? It's October. We shouldn't be reading a whole lot of holiday books yet. Right. So let's talk about holiday books that we're looking forward to hopefully, possibly getting to in the coming months before the end of the winter holidays, as it were. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, mine are all winter holidays, not surprisingly, because that's what season it is. Here we are. I mean, Halloween notwithstanding. And Mm -hmm. so and I will do the predictable thing and start off with my two Christmas romance picks, one of which is new this year, one of which is not. So I was at ALA this year for the first time ever. Side note, ALA was a lot of fun. Uh, It was also the first conference I have been to since, you know, twenty. 20 so that was mm. interesting yeah i'll bet yeah it was, it was like a little nerve-wracking i'm not gonna lie i was very well masked uh but i grabbed a physical galley which i don't mm. usually get anymore right i know i never have physical galleys of anything but i grabbed a physical galley of a merry little meat cute which is a collab by julie murphy and sierra simone which like what a combination right. and the premise of this book y'all it is about a plus-size adult film film star 
who is like sort of accidentally cast as the lead in a family-friendly Christmas movie, and the <laughs> former bad boy pop star who is like all she's gonna fall in love with. Like I. I'm here. I'm here for this. Like, not only are you doing a holiday romance, but you're doing a, ho- a like a meta situation because holiday movies are the other, as we've already talked about, like the other mm. big thing. So, like, you're putting a holiday movie in a holiday romance. It's like a it's like a turducken of a romance novel. Like, you put something <laughs> delicious inside something that was already delicious. Like, I'm here, and I'm here for these two authors in collaboration. I've really enjoyed Ju- Julie Murphy's adult romances as well as her YA, and you know, Sarah mm. Simone like. Everybody knows Sierra Simone, right? So mm-hmm. I'm pretty jazzed about this one. Me too. I am very excited to read it. I am very jealous about your print galley. Right? Even though it's out. <laughs> like, it's out. And I haven't yeah. read it. But, you yeah. know, the fact that you were able to hold on to it that that far in advance. You know? Yeah, it's exciting. And then my other Christmas one is Royal Holiday by Jasmine Guillory, which, Jess, talk about like starting reading things and then getting distracted. I started reading this like probably well over a year ago uh, <laughs> for a Get Booked episode. I mean, it came out in like 2019. But mm-hmm. I just love the premise so much and I had to put it down because then I had to read other books for podcasts. But this is a like older woman from it. She's like Vivian Forrest is a grown woman who's a grown daughter is working in England and she's like a the daughter is a fashion stylist and she's getting to style a royal family member. So mm-hmm. she, Vivian gets to go out and like spend the holidays with her daughter in England for the first time ever. Um, and she meets this like sexy private secretary who's work who works for the queen. And they're like, you know, a black couple in like Buckingham Palace having like a holiday fling like stop I love it I love everything about it like I cannot wait to pick it back up even though it's like three years after I first picked it up still still it's it hasn't it's not like it's just waiting for me it's just waiting for me it's waiting for you better late than never yeah always that's a delightful pair like I am very excited about Merry Little Meet Cute yeah and it's the first of many pink books that I'm going to be reading because there are so many pink books right now and they're Mm -hmm. all like that weird millennial pink. Um, (laughs) (laughs) One of which is Season of Love by Helena Greer. And this one caught my attention because, well, the cover is delightful, but the main character is Jewish, but her family owns a Christmas tree farm. (gasps) And she inherits it after, well, partially inherits it, like her generation inherits it after a family member dies. And she has to go back and like, you know, make amends with her, her, come to terms with her own relationship with her family and like all this other stuff. So there's a lot of family drama that also comes with holiday <laughs> times and um there is also the farm's manager who just wants her to leave um <laughs> so who obviously those two have to fall in love um because that's how it works so i'm really excited for that one i have my copy it's staring at me and hopefully i will read it before December 31st of this year. Yes. Yes. Support. Uh, well, the timing of this recording is is nice for my next pick because Diwali was yesterday. 
And mm-hmm. so I have on my list, it's it's a Diwali Christmas combo. It's a Holly Jolly Diwali by Sonia Lali. Um, boy, that's like, it's, it's so like, <laughs> it just rhymes. The whole thing rhymes. <laughs> that's amazing. That perfect. I didn't set it all out loud before this very moment. It's delightful. <laughs> and I have been lucky enough to go to some Diwali uh, celebrations, thanks to my very good friend, Preeti Chipper. So like I have, you know, a little bit of familiarity with the festival of lights it's it's wonderful and i was so excited to find this romance when i was doing research for the show this also this came out last year uh so it's a little newer than some of my other picks but still not brand new and but that just means it's out already all like it's already there for you and i love me a type a heroine and that's what we have here nikki is like you know about to turn 30 like very practical like you know became an analyst for the stability very close to home (laughs) all of that jazz and she gets laid off And so what better time to, like, do something impulsive? And she books a last-minute flight to go to her friend's wedding in Goa and – or in Mumbai? Where do they start out? I can't remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Mumbai. She goes to Mumbai. And um, it's just in time also for Diwali. And, uh, you know, she meets somebody at the wedding. Like, sparks fly and, like – things unroll from there and I cannot wait to read this book. I loved um, oh, what's Sonia Lally's other book that I loved so much that I've recommended many a time. Serena Singh flips the script. I loved Serena Singh mm. flips the script. So this is not my first Lolly, um, and I'm excited to read another one. I really I really should read a Diwali book because yeah. that like they sound so fun. Yeah. <laughs> Super I used fun. to like there was enough of um a South Asian population in my college that Diwali was like the biggest uh cultural celebration. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so there would be like this big huge like performance thing like yeah. a few hours long with like a script and you know dance performances in Ooh. between. And it was just so great. Um and I learned a lot about <laughs> Diwali. Yeah, four years, but I have never picked up. A, I feel like there's another Diwali romance, or at least one that has like some Diwali happenings, and I need mm. to go look that up too because yeah. I remember I remember seeing that, and then I forgot. Yeah. So speaking of books that you've had for a while that you've been meaning <laughs> to get back to, Amor actually mm. is a book. I, like, pre-ordered the print book. I was so excited to read it, and then it just sat on my shelf for a year. (laughs) And uh, if the title doesn't indicate, it's a series of interlocking stories written by, and uh, get ready for it, Zoe Castile, Alexis Daria, Adriana Herrera, Diana Munoz-Stewart, Priscilla Oliveras, Sabrina Soul, and Mia Sosa. Oh, my God. I was so excited. And then I need I to own didn't. this. <laughs> <laughs> right? So the big thing on the back of the book, I can't remember what it's called because I don't remember words today, is Noche Buena, One Party, Nine Happily Ever Afters. You want to read this book and I am so excited to read it. and I'm going to do it this year. Nice. I am challenging myself to actually read it this year. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm supporting you <laughs> in this endeavor. Um, 
Let's see. Oh, I managed to find one uh, that, thanks to one of our other contributors, Jamie Herndon, pointing me at this one. And I was like, well, this looks great. Because it's like all winter holidays. Uh, It takes place like right after Hanukkah has ended, Christmas and then New Year's Eve are happening. It is called How to Excavate a Heart by Jake Maya Arlo, who is a new author for me. The publisher is pitching it as Kelly Quinlan meets Casey McQuiston, which is an interesting pitch. And Mm -hmm. it is uh, a sapphic Jewish love story. It's enemies to lovers. Love it. It's I think it's technically new adult because it's college freshman situation. Mm. Yeah. And it's, you know, she (laughs) Shani uh, almost like runs over May, which is, you know, that's a meet cute right there. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Of a sort of a sort. And they get snowed in together after like a series of mishaps. And um, uh, and yeah, it's like, you know, recovery from being dumped, winter fling. Like, I love the sound of this. It sounds really enjoyable. Also, the cover, Not For Nothing, has like an adorable, looks like a corgi to me on it. And I'm here for a dog in a romance novel. So Always. pretty excited about this one. Uh, so again, that's How to Excavate a Heart by Jake Maya Arlo. And I'm going to immediately apologize (laughs) for the earworm you're about to have because (laughs) one book I am incredibly excited for is You're a Mean One, Matthew Prince (laughs) by Timothy Janowski. And like, how can you not be excited for a green book called You're a Mean One, Matthew Prince? It's really good. It's so good. Um, And it's about, you know, a spoiled rich kid who sort of gets sent off into a to his grandmother's house small town thinks he knows better than everyone and of course gets into the holiday spirit because the small town is getting into the holiday spirit and it's like i'm so excited for this one it sounds delightful i really liked uh timothy janowski's first book um never been kissed Mm. so i I hope to get the same thrill from this one. Yeah, nice. Love it. Love it. Uh, My last one is on my list, and it's all your fault. um, Because (laughs) we were talking about, of course, inevitable, as part of the research, and by research, I mean asking other romance readers in the Book Riot Slack. I was, (laughs) you know, just dropped this in here, and I was like, well, I can't not put this on my list now. So first of all, it's a New Year's Eve novel. I have mixed feelings about New Year's Eve. I've had some terrible New Year's Eves and I've had some amazing New Year's Eves. And honestly, the amazing ones were not the ones where I went out. They were mm-hmm. the ones where like my friend and I like, you know, prepped our bullet journals for the next year and watched like all of the Star Wars movies. Like those are, <laughs> it turns out, although last year's was pretty good actually. We played board games with our neighbors and then the whole street like came outside with like pots and pans and noisemakers at midnight and just like (laughs) ran around the street like making noise and I was like this is delightful so like I have discovered that I need to stay in for New Year's Mm -hmm. Eve uh, and not go out it's it's just this is like my best life is to not go out for New Year's Eve but I cannot I cannot get over the title of this one it's Grand Theft New Year's Eve or NYE by Katrina Jackson and it's the first in a series that is 
called Heist Holidays. Like, stop it. Just stop it. This is amazing. And it's so much fun. Oh my gosh. I can't, it sounds like a total blast. I don't think I've read Katrina Jackson before, but I know I've heard her name um, through the romance grapevine. So, like, what better way to start than like a, a fast car champagne, like New Year's Eve fling um, <laughs> that turns into like a heist situation? Like, stop it. I'm so ready for this book. I'm so excited for you. Yes. Uh, like, I can't even follow that up. Like, I, <laughs> Did I break you? <laughs> you broke me. I wanna I wanna finish off with, with that because All right. that is the best way for everyone else to finish off their their time with us today is Grand Theft New Year's Eve. <laughs> Such a good like the number of hours that I watched my brother play Grand Theft Auto is not small. <laughs> so, <laughs> and my love for the Fast and Furious franchise is on record. And so like I feel like this is combining so many things that I'm excited about. <laughs> this is meant for you. This it's book meant is meant for, for me. You. She wrote it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. So yes, that that's the perfect place to stop, especially because we have not yet gone too long, which oh, is amazing. That is a miracle. It's a holiday miracle. It's a holiday <laughs> miracle. So let's take advantage of that and um thank everyone for listening and tell us what your favorite holiday romances are, especially if they are not set during winter holidays. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you think about Christmas, especially the massive number of Christmas books that come out at the same time as those Christmas movies. What holiday books you're excited to read and what holiday books you want us to read. Yes. Because <laughs> there's nothing like adding <laughs> things to our overflowing TBRs. <laughs> We love a challenge. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we do. Thank you so much to our audio editor, Jen Zink. If if you're listening to this and it doesn't sound like some people having some trouble, it's Jen's. (laughs) It's Jen. She she did that. Thank you, Jen Northington, for being here. Um, It's always exciting to talk to you, especially about romance. Yes, I love it. Glad that you got to join us. For those of you listening, if you haven't yet, please rate and review this show. It helps other people find us and it helps us make it better. And for everything that you want to tell us, you can always email winninromance at bookriot.com or find us on the socials. Uh, Jen, where can they find you? Yeah, I am on Twitter and Tumblr as Jen IRL, J-E-N-N-I-R-L, or on Instagram as I am Jen IRL. And my presence is very sporadic, fair warning. (laughs) (laughs) Whereas I live on Twitter, um, Jess is reading all one word, and on Instagram at Jess underscore is underscore reading. We hope you enjoyed this discussion of every holiday in existence on the planet (laughs) and in the meantime happy reading happy reading